Welcome to the Happy Never After podcast. I'm your host, Mara Merrick. I'm here with Carl Radke from Bravo and also from Carl Heitz's roommate. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, Mara. How are you? Is it Mara or Mara? Mara. I always fuck that up. Everybody does. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks it's good for to see you. Here. Long time no see. I know. I saw you like six, seven minutes ago. Seven minutes ago. <laughs> do you always wear workout outfits? I do. Well, because I start working at five in the morning and I work. Yeah, five you text. To 11. You text really early. I know it because I. If think I text that early, it. people think I'm still fucked up. <laughs> but you text and it's you're actually starting the day. I'm like <laughs> a couple hours into my day. I love it. And I can't if I don't do it in the moment that I won't. You'll forget. Yeah. So I, like, I, I respect right the six thirty a.m. text because you know, <laughs> you know you're real. Well, I have a five a.m. till six a.m. every day. How do you do that? So what time do you wake up every day? Four thirty. Three forty-five. Are you nuts? Yes. yes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I wake up at 3.45. I have a dog, so I take him for a run, and then... What time do you go to bed? To midnight. So you get four, less than four hours of sleep at night? I try to take a nap I was going to say, you better home. get a nap in, like... I haven't in the last few weeks. That two to three slot's good for a nap. It really is. Is that why, is that why we always start podcasting at three o'clock? <laughs> You gotta like, squeeze in that I, nap. This is when I can nap. That's fine. I good. I, an adult nap is over or underrated. I, I love, love adult naps. Two hours is like ideal. See, two hours is good, but you wake up like I don't know. It takes like a while to wake up because it's like you really hit the REM. Sleep. The other night I was supposed to fuck this dude, and I was like, <laughs> Wait, you f- you have sex? I know. <laughs> I know we don't have that type of relationship yet, but uh, not like we're gonna fuck. But uh, <laughs> wait, so the, the pr- you were going to you thought I was you- going to I scheduled it. Now do you know you're gonna have sex for sure? Yes. Now are, is it like does it just happen naturally or is it just like you go right to sex? I go right to sex. I don't have time. So you walk in the door and it's like on. Well, I I had him come to my I had like a whole thing planned. I was so gonna give. I was gonna tie him up to my massage table and uh, and give him a blowjob and then play around with his asshole a little bit and then see how far I could get and then uh, and then fuck him. Wow, <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> I've never done the butt stuff, but for some reason it's just never been. You've never have you gone in a butt? Uh, I have. I've just never had my own butt pleasured. I just started I, the a butt little stuff. like tiny and just for me like I'm I'm just a little uncomfortable about it. Well, he, I know he is. Oh. So I, but if it comes from like, like, I can see it coming from a, a really, like a girl I'm really attracted to, or like we have a really good sexual chemistry that the butt stuff would come into play. Well, you know the guy that I like sprinkled the change all over his room and then put wet rice on? Yes. That's him. That guy, the change I know, guy. I know, I shouldn't. So you're still cool with him now? No. I only fuck him and then leave. Like I drove from, <laughs> <laughs> I, dro- I know Marshall is here in the room and he is uh, shaking his head. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we need. <laughs> oh, he's gonna hit me. Uh, <laughs> so, um, did you did you just expose all your secrets in front of him? I know. I was like, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just be really. Is he? He's not your dad, is he? Marshall, yeah, he acts like my dad. He, I say, he's probably. I text him like, like all, all everything. He's like horrified about what he's you just horrified. told everybody. <laughs> yeah, New Year's. I uh, so I worked in Ann Arbor, and I was, and I drove, I driven there, and then I worked from seven till eight thirty. That was my show, and then I got in the car and drove all night to New York. How far is that drive? Six? Like, no, it's like 12. Ann Arbor to, oh, I'm thinking Detroit. It, well, I mean south of Detroit, but yeah. it was really uh, slick out, so it was like black ice. Yeah, you're in New York. I was, I was thinking, I drove from Pittsburgh to Detroit a lot as a kid. Yeah, oh. My, I had family there, and it was like six hours, I think. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's, an, it's six hours from six here to, P- to Pittsburgh, <laughs> so I'm an idiot. So the math works out. Uh, so I drove all night, and then I was like, let's angry fuck, and then I'm going to get so on you, a plane to Florida. Angry fuck. Yeah. It's like, I hate you. And then, I hate him. Why do you hate him so much? Because he cheated, and he lied to me. and he. But you still want to like, have sex with him? I just don't want to have sex with anybody else. Like, I don't want to start a new relationship. I've got sh- a lot of shit going on. We're sure. starting your podcast. We yeah, you got a lot. Like, we're trying well, to I guess, throw a party. Like, if I can add into that, is something like I've been dealing with recently is someone I've dated who like I have great sex with, mm-hmm. but I just don't think we're right in other ways. Yeah, I don't. But I still like crave her sex. Yeah. It's hard. And I can be very vulnerable with him. Like we started the butt stuff over, like I bought a butt plug and then I like, we did videos to each other over while I was in Michigan. Shout out to Christina listening. I did it while I was in the bathroom. And <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Christina. What's up girl? <laughs> while you were sleeping in bed in the other room. <laughs> 
That's funny. And then we played around with it. P.S. Everyone, it is amazing. Have you ever had a girl stick in a butt plug and fuck her at the same no, time? No, I've never have. I'm like, it's weird. I'm a tra- traditional in the sense that I have like three positions. <laughs> And but they're good, and okay. I know I have a good time. But like I've never really ex- really gone other than the location of the sex. Uh-huh. I've never really gone like other experiential stuff. What do you mean by location? Like of the sex? in in the shower or in okay. the backseat of a car or at a closet or at a concert in a tent <laughs> <laughs> or on the beach at in a, <laughs> on a, on the top of a washer and dryer in the basement of a, in the basement of a hotel or basement of an apartment building. Whoa! Yeah. That's a so like the location spot. is where I'm like, you know, I more like adventurous, fucking. adventurous. Yeah, because what's the most public place you've had sex? Oh my god, an elevator in a restaurant. What? <laughs> I've had sex in a restaurant. In a restaurant. Bathroom. Mid, I've done the Mid dinner, which is awesome. Nice. Yeah, it was actually the best dinner of my life because we like <laughs> had a drink. We had one bite of an app, and she's like, "Bathroom now." And I was like, "Okay." Whoa. So we both went to the bathroom. It was at a nice steakhouse in D.C. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> no, but it was a good time. Uh, go down. We went into the, the women's bathroom for mm-hmm. some reason. And I went in there and we banged in the stall. And I came very fast just because it was a so really hot, hot moment. Yeah. Zipped up my pants. She went back up. We sat down and had a filet mignon. And Did you guys talk or were you just like We were both chill? like giggling. Just like <laughs> that just happened. It was it was honestly really fun. But we, we feel like we got one in on, on the restaurant. Yeah, I did uh, one time... I was like, some LA comics had come out and it was like one that I'd been flirting with a lot, a lot. And uh, it, I, he, they were like, can you get us blow? And I was like, yeah, for sure. It's New York. And uh, and so like. Yeah, that you can trip and fall in a bag here in New York. Cocaine is I, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And I was bartending at the time at, at uh, Tao Group. So yep. it was like always dealers, like high end yeah, dealers they all there. Like, they just circulate. They, they are on the staff. Yeah. So I called one and he came to the bar. But then he wouldn't leave. Like he, you know, how drug dealers sometimes hang out. Yeah, the 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 wrong ones hang out. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? There's Go. A, there's a there's a certain statute of limitations of or like the timing of it. Like they they need to leave within five minutes. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. But it, weed dealers, I've hung out with. We do. Weed, weed it's is a different, different. It's a different drug. Yeah, because you're just like on chill. Just chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where other stuff is like intense and like. Yeah, they're like on mafia it. run. The same dealer one time. We uh, we used to microdose Molly at the bar, and just because you can't drink, and you can, everyone's you're not supposed to. It's so hard to get out of the camera situation. Oh, I see. You like to get it, so it's like easier to just take. A I forgot. Of it. I forgot that you. Yeah, you're working. You're not yeah. supposed to booze. So uh, we would just microdose Molly just to get through the night and deal with people. <laughs> and he came in one time, and he had it in his pocket, but his pocket had a hole in it. So he just kept digging down to his, into his pants, and then eventually his pants were almost off. And I was like, can you do this anywhere else? <laughs> 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 so this is the same guy that came to the bar. My L.A. comic friends like were there, and they were excited to go do the blow. And then all of a sudden, I was like, this one guy, fi- I was like, fine, we'll fuck. And we fucked in this alleyway uh, underneath the bar. Pity fuck. And, uh, it was not. He is the per- most perfect penis I've ever fine, seen. Fine, we'll fuck. <laughs> what makes a perfect penis to you? Well, first of all, penises are gross, mostly. Of course. But like, is it size? Is it just it was, how, how he uses it? It was the size. It was only in the picture that I saw it first before. <laughs> I've never sent a dick pic. Never? Nope. You seem like a dick pic guy. No. That's crazy. Maybe No, maybe like... Maybe a full frontal one time. What about a video? No. Wow. Like I'll send a shirtless picture in the, like the mirror or selfie like mm-hmm. with my shirt off, but never anything. Like else. down to the V? Yeah, like I show like enough of like the top part that looks cool and like I have a six pack, so you know. What if you're feeling like a little chubby? Do you send like an old pic? Uh, I just tell her that I'm chubby. <laughs> or like I've never sent a dick pic. It's just that I don't know. That's I I'll send a picture of someone else's dick. <laughs> like <laughs> A ridiculously looking penis, a micro one or a, a large. Somebody penis. sent me a dick pic one time and it had a mole on it, and I was like, "Yo, don't." <laughs> Is it? Spin it around. Yeah, dude, like get the mole side. out of here. It's, it's like a, it's, it's like, like a, hair on it's it. like a marking. Oh, that's. I haven't. I still haven't eaten lunch yet. I was just I'm doing. Sorry. I was just doing my podcast. Carl hates his roommates. That's what Jared Frieda was so insane. Jared Frieda is hilarious, but also insane. He. It's funny. He has like two different. Not personalities, but I've done Speeds. his po- I've done his podcast, the J Train. Mm-hmm. He's he's a very funny guy, but like in without the camera or, or audio running, he's just like, hey, what's up, man? 
I know. And I then he starts recording. He's like, "Hey, everybody, welcome to the J Train Pot." It's like he puts it on. Whoa. No, it's it's cool. I wonder what he's like in bed. He's got to be like, which personality do you get? Yeah, you're, I think I saw one of your podcasts with Dylan Palladino. Oh, I like Dylan a lot. I love Dylan. He's funny. Um, we we vibed really well. We got the tall bro, bromance yeah. going on. Um, and you guys were talking about. It's, I don't know why this sticks in my head with you, but it was like, you got that good pussy, don't you? <laughs> it was like the way he responded to it. He was like, oh, you got that wife pussy. I do. I and, mean, and you were like, yeah, I do. I mean, like your face was literally like, yeah, I do. What's up? It's mathematically, it's like undeniable. Mathematically uh, factual? Yes. Science? It's science? It's science. I what always... makes your vagina so wife worthy? Or just like, why do guys like are obsessed with having sex with you? I do a lot of Kegels. Like a lot, so you're I, strong. I, I'm very strong down there. Um, like I had this one uh, prostituteless escort friend when I was younger. <laughs> you, you look like such a sweet person and you have like crazy shit. I don't, I don't judge anybody. And I also want to experience everything. So I think that gets me in a lot of trouble. Uh, but yeah, I had this Same. one escort friend and I was like, how do you get rid of them early? Like, how do you get them out of there? And she's like, well, what I do is I just sit on top of them a little bit, just like just over the tip. And then I go down and then I come back up and then I squeeze the fuck out of it. And then they, then they come and then I have them stand up and I just put my arm around them and I walk them to the door. <laughs> That's she good. goes, it turns an hour into 12 minutes. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good feedback. I know. I was like, ooh, I'm doing that. Well, yeah, what's the famous quote by um, Charlie Sheen? It was like, I don't pay him to come. I pay him to leave. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, just stuck in my head for that some works reason. For her too. I've never. Um, she bought a gym with all of her money. That's good. That's how I knew her. <laughs> she was in the gym so she, I mean, I just can't imagine being in that situation. I mean, I understand people can do that. But like, I, I have a tr- trouble having sex with girls that I already know and don't have to pay for why just like nerves or it's just like getting over that hump of like that chemistry like there's girls i think that are hot as fuck but like if we don't have a good make out or there's not really like a good vibe yeah. even though i'd love to have sex i'm like i would probably get in the moment and be like oh, i'm a little nervous i'm yeah you, there's a certain vibe you need to like feel that at least i do with like having sex like for I, sure. I, I need to feel a connection I've gone now on, maybe like, 10 years ago <laughs> fucked anything i would yeah i mean i would have a lot more fun than currently yeah but you were you like uh were you like college drunk all the time and just fucking anything i mean not really like in college i didn't really get super boozy until like sophomore year but even then i was not as mature as i'd say i am i mean physically (laughs) uh (laughs) mentally probably the same but no i was always like kind of shyer with the sexuality part of with girls like i was i always like want to get to like like them before i would have sex that's proper and very nice that's how which is not displayed on your television show um, which makes you seek i think what's the challenge of the television show yes is and if you're not listening or if you're listening you've never seen summer house basically the show February 5th it comes out next season so the, anyway, the show re- revolves around groups of friends that are you know living in a house in the hamptons but the thing that is not shown is like they don't show me having sex. They just show the I. It looks like I do. I've never ever had sex on the show, like on camera. Have you had sex in the house? I've had sex in the closet in the house. In the closet? Yes. Because I don't want to do it on camera. But I get like there's other girls on the show, and this is our fourth season. Mm-hmm. We premiered February fifth. Every season, there's girls on our show that have had sex on camera with random guys or other dudes. Yeah. And no one cares. It's like, oh, she's the best. And me, it's like I'm the asshole player, fuckboy. Well, we're, uh, it's a very feminism time. And I'm okay with that. They deserve it because it's been a rough go for a we long time. Had a rough go. Since ever. <laughs> and I'm a mama's boy and I, you know, and I you're love. you're a tall white guy, so you have like everything going for you? It's, it's basically, I, I Look take. your perfect teeth. I get the heat because, <laughs> I get the heat because I'm like the perfect person to take the heat is why it is. Yeah. So I struggle with it sometimes, but, <laughs> um, but no, but like with sex, like sexuality for me, like until. Maybe senior year of college, like I met a girl who's like really sexual, and like mm-hmm. I, we end up, you know, kind of dating a little bit, and like that, kind of turned the corner for me. Like, so you've never been to like a sex party? No. Do you have never. any interest? <laughs> um, I see. I need like I need like a connection. Like for example, I went on a, this date last night, and like okay. the girl's, she was like a beautiful. She's like a mm-hmm. you know former model, but like just it couldn't get over that hump of like okay, like I actually want to like bang you tonight, you know. It was like mm-hmm. I still like wanted to get to know her more and like learn like kind of what she's all about. That's actually really nice. 
<laughs> I know. I'm, so, I'm like being I'm like, defensive about that. Uh, no, that's I was like, I actually like didn't want to like, but you know, I've made out with her and the makeout was great. Mm-hmm. But the other stuff that like the other parts and pieces, I need like, it needs more of a chemistry. I've gone on 14 dates since I broke up with George and I've not wanted to sleep with one of them. And I haven't. Yeah. Slept with one of them. Like I'll even I'll even have girls that I've never had sex with, but like I'll like jerk off to them. So the, the, the <laughs> like idea, later, the idea of them, and I'll jerk off to them, <laughs> and then after I come, I'm like, ah. do you like think of a scenario when they're yes, okay, hundred percent. Like you can, it's you can make ca- up I, your own little movie. I call it the highlight reel. <laughs> you can a replace them into a, a very sexy situation you've had, okay. or you kind of I've never done that. You think you fantasize That's about a, a situation idea. with them, mm-hmm. whether. You've seen their Instagram or you've met them in person. You kind of put together like a whole little scenario. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you like relieve yourself, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to text her. I'm fine. <laughs> Meaning like I've never maybe talked to her. I've never like suggested other stuff. It's like I just have a crush on her. I think she's hot. Have you ever been in a long-term relationship? Um, the longest relationship I've ever been in is two and a half years. That's long. It's longer than all of my uh, and I And I was, <laughs> how many times have you been married? Three. Wow. it's a lot. I know. You probably, le- you never learned your lesson after the second? <laughs> no. I'm going to get married again. Are you? Yeah. Is that, I mean, what's the, why don't you just find someone that doesn't really care about that? Uh, uh well, I've, I I've met a few people recently, like they have children. Who mm-hmm. was it? Um, Shakira. <laughs> I didn't meet Shakira, but she's on 60 Minutes. <laughs> and Shakira was talking about, she's married, or sorry, she has two children with a very famous soccer player. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Spain. He's so hot. He's a really good looking guy. Um, but they're not married. But like they're fully committed and like that's like their life. She's just like, I just don't think she goes, I think it's hotter when we have like this dating. Well, I'm going to marry someone that I don't want to be with because I want my stats to be up still. <laughs> but I do, I do, I, because I, every time I do get married and I do get married and I'm like, I'm this is going to, I'm going to stay in it, the walls start closing in and I'm like, I can't, I got to get out of here. Yeah. So I don't think it's, it just puts a me. lot of it puts a lot of pressure on things. And I think the finance like my parents are divorced and mm-hmm. watching When how, did they get divorced? Uh officially 2 years ago. That's it? And then they were married for 34 years. But like there was there was a separation for about 3 years that mm-hmm. was kind of messy and then the divorce stuff took about 2 years. So like yeah. it's been a f- total of 5 years since my dad has moved out and but like just looking at the fine like all that stuff it, all you get is like my mom has stole my dad's last name. It's just yeah, weird. weird. Like they could have just stayed the same, but had us, and you know They're what I mean. Not. I don't know. I'm I'm becoming more comfortable with like the fact that like maybe I don't want to get married. Maybe you don't. I, I and I I thought I did, and I I still maybe think I do, but. Well, that, I think that's just culturally where it's like ingrained in us. Yeah, it's like if, if you it. like validate your life if you yeah. if you take that step. And I think a lot of women, again, I understand the whole notion of wanting to be like taken care of and protected and mm-hmm. legally like. There's a legal component, which I think is beneficial to women. I mean, children, you know, the children involved, financial. Insurance. Yeah, taking care of her if something were to happen or whatever. I've supported all of my husbands. Which is good. It's great for them. I don't have a lot of money, so I'm not really worried about like a prenup. (laughs) But um, I think, I just think that the the sanctity of a marriage, it can very easily just blow up by someone. It's too easy to be, to get. How are you affected by your parents' divorce? Um. I'm a commitment phobe. Mm-hmm. I I'm a fr- no. <laughs> I'm a commitment phobe. I'm just I I'm afraid of. It's just when you I think the reverse of it is like if you go if your parents were divorced when you were young, mm-hmm. it's probably not as big of a deal. It's, yeah, it sucks. I, I actually the girl I was with last night, her parents were divorced when she was four, and she, obviously it was tough. But she didn't really have a recollection of knowing what the marriage was like. Where with me, you know, I had my entire like, I looked up to my parents in this like kind of. Harmonious. Did they seem great? They seemed were... okay. Like, okay. yeah, I mean, every family's got their stuff, but, you know, they put you on, like, my, my mom and dad made me. I think it's funny. People don't celebrate their birthday. They should celebrate their conception. <laughs> like, where were they? What day was it? And what were they doing when they ha- they physically made you? I think it was, like, a New Year's baby. I would love to see what that is. <laughs> I mean, not see it, but I'm curious, like, where were they that night that that all went down? Okay, you're January 27th. I'm January 27th, so nine months before... 10 months it's 40 weeks so what is that the, like february march were they just bored in the winter maybe like the bears won the super bowl <laughs> i was born in chicago so maybe it was oh really yeah originally originally born in chicago and then we moved to pittsburgh, pittsburgh. when i was five but yeah as far as the divorce stuff i mean i'm a lot more at peace with it now but it, it i would say some of my behavior that you may have witnessed on summer house mm-hmm. 
was fueled again i'm not making excuses but fueled by the fact that like i was angry confused about the marriage stuff like kind of like fuck it if my dad can do what the fuck he wants i can too like i don't need to be in a relationship to validate myself and i could just be an asshole to people and get drunk and bang random girls if, just because i'm allowed to because i went through this thing even though that's even though you only slept with one girl in the closet <laughs> two girls but two it, was, girls. it was two different seasons season two i slept with someone in the closet season three that's like so innocent as uh, as a new york male like you would i mean i've making out i'm a big make out guy okay but again i mean as i've gotten older i'm a lot I mean, more you can only get herpes one from that <laughs> it's not herpes if it's everywhere I heard that joke one time. That's not mine. <laughs> I think that's a Zach Galifianakis joke, but it's really funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you do make out. What if? Okay, and that's it. But I feel like you. Even it's, I don't think people really understand. But like, if you were on a reality show, could okay. you actually cameras rolling like fuck someone like knowingly that there's national TV cameras there? No, I can't even make out in uh, on my date. I like the. I went out with this CEO. He's like fifty. And he tries to make out with me at the bar, this busy bar. And I was like, um, like, relax. Yeah. Calm down. So you're not a big PDA person. If I'm drunk and I'm really attracted, sure. Sure. But it's not like all the time. Yeah. And it's really only when I'm like, you should have taken me home an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, in, in to, to add on to that, I have experienced like, it's the fine line. Like you do a date or you're on a, you know, drinks with someone. You're feeling good, but you're not sure how to like push it or if it's like, do you really want like, should we try to go home together? Are you reading it right or? Yeah. Like I always, I'm more conservative. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll just go home. Let's catch up another time. Even though in my head, I'm like, I'd love to go home with you. Yeah. But like, she's maybe sending that signal, but I'm also not sure. So I've run into these instances where like the next day the girl's like, why didn't you take me home and fuck me? Also. And I'm like, it just makes it even weirder then. In your position, if you do that and then somebody, and then you don't want to go out with them again, they can me too you, you know? So I'm you have to care- be very... I'm very careful. Yeah. In, that right, sucks. The, yeah, just because you get... I mean, I'm already blamed for being like this womanizing playboy on the show, which I think I... I think I'll come around a little bit more. What happened a lot, when we first met? You were dating some girl, and you went to Italian food or something like that. And you got you had been dating her a little bit. What happened to that? Um, which girl was this? I don't know. Well, I, you were recording with Reina. Um, Remember, you had just gone out to Italian food. Yes, and it just I I, I know very quickly whether or not like it's I'm, gonna it's do gonna work out or not. Now, like this particular individual was really really hot, and I was attracted to her. I wanted to like <laughs> totally have sex with her. Okay. But I realized that wouldn't send a good signal because I the other things I was just not. There's like a maturity level and like a, a cerebral component to what I'm looking for. And okay. it's really hard to find. Like I need someone chill, smart, but funny and like also driven and like. Yeah, those people are like working. True. It's very hard. It's, well, it's hard to find. And then also to match like a a physical look and kind of chemistry with me because I am a weird person. I mean, I'm. I have a lot of different personalities. I'm probably tri- tripolar, if you want to call it that. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It's it's been it's just for me now. I'm very careful with kind of who I'm putting my penis in. Yeah, I went. I met a dude in Michigan. He was tall. He was like, I don't know what he looked like. He was tall, and uh, he keeps texting me at like the wrong time. Like he's he'll ask me for like sexy things, and I'm like, dude, I'm working, and then he won't drop it, and I'm like you're annoying and yeah block. You, you, like, don't you have like a folder of just like stock images you could shoot over i can but i just get really i'm like i don't have the time right now yeah. i have seven million projects i'm working on ask me at night you know well that's that's hard too because there's like difference in schedules and that's something i've struggled with because mm-hmm. i think the personalities and the types of people that i'm probably looking for like you just said have full-time jobs and work during the day where maybe my you know my schedule's a little all over the place so it's harder when someone's it's not in that everywhere. same world like for example even dating trying to date a comedian like I can't go on dates on weeknights because they're doing fucking shows and sets every night it's hard yeah. and like the only time I could probably sneak away is like an afternoon on like a weekday or on like a weekend well last night a guy was like can I come meet you at your show and I was like nah I don't want I mean it's my job like no you don't want <laughs> you don't want people to, to show up to your work men don't like comedians that are like the funnier you are the less that they want to be with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like there's a comedian in particular, I won't say her name, but she's very cute. I mean, by cute, she's, I think, gorgeous. Um, And it's hard to, like we have a good bond and a good connection, I think, Mm -hmm. but it's just hard to 
both be on the same schedule. It is, and, and, that, and everybody's always like, "Oh, you can make time," and like, if it's really right, you'll. It's no, like we live in fucking New York, and we both have insane career paths. Mm-hmm. We're doing multiple things. You just have to be able to meet up really late. Yeah, which I'm. I'm not a big late guy, but I don't have to be. Yeah, I, you I, answer my text message at six thirty. I'm morning. up early. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm usually in bed by <laughs> eleven, and I'm up at six or seven o'clock. I was really surprised this morning. I went through. It didn't go through. I was like. Oh. I, tur- I turn my I turn my phone off on Thursday nights. Okay, I was like, fun fact about me? Carl. Fun fact about Carl on Thursday and Friday night, if I'm in staying in, I turn my phone off. That's a good idea. I can't. I can't do it because what'll happen is people are drunk at midnight. They'll want to FaceTime or they'll want to say, "Where are you at?" And that it'll it'll somehow jar me, and I'll get FOMO and I'll start getting mad. Wanting to go out, and it it'll, it stops it dead in its tracks when you're off because they're never gonna try again because it goes That's straight to voicemail. I do get like one person will be consistent and call me like 18 times in a row. And I'm like, what? Are you dead? Yeah. Like, are you dying? But that's, you can't do that. That's so illegal. <laughs> just to. Well, like to call you 18 times and they probably just want to see if you like want to smoke a joint. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what? What are you We're, doing? Are, you, are, you wanna, we just left the bar. We're going to go play darts at Triona's. I, I always get this like, we need fun m M&M out here. I'm like, I'm old now. Like, <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. Tired. Well, New York is just such a drinking culture. It and doesn't matter if it's Monday or Tuesday or when. It doesn't someone matter. Someone is out getting fucked up. Yes. That's another reason why it's hard to commit because it's so fun. There's so much options. There's so many options. And you have a ton. Well, and that's, again, I'm, I've, I hear a lot of different uh, pers- like opinions of It's like, they're gonna, you're going to find the right person. It'll work. And I, I believe that. There is a lot of pressure just due to the fact that I'm 35. I'm, I turned 35 in three weeks. Okay. Actually, two. No, three. Three. Um, I'm rounding up. Just I'm like... I'm planning this. Uh, please. Yeah, I need <laughs> don't to like actually. Me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just like I'm getting a lot of pressure. Just not people aren't verbally going, dude. Why aren't you married right now? Why aren't you like with someone? It's more just like it's expected at this mm-hmm. point. Like culturally, I do feel like you're very much of a romantic though. I am, and I I think that's what's hard is I want to be in a position where I can like kind of court someone and like actually go after. And this is something I've said before, and people call me cocky and asshole. I've had a lot of women that come after me. Yeah. And I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I love giving, making people happy. So I give in a lot to some of these aggressive girls when in fact I may not be as interested in them as they are me. Mm-hmm. And a few individuals, one in particular on the show Summer House, the first two seasons, like this girl was all about me, all over me, like very aggressive and very forward. And I it was in a position where I'm kind of a pussy. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, you're cool. I have fun with you. We'd hook up. And I was kind of stringing her along, even though in my head I was not interested. that interested in her. Maybe you like the chase. I do like a chase, but I, I like when a girl is, like, trying to fuck me. <laughs> you but, do? Uh, yeah. Like, I, this happened to me uh, after New Year's. I was at, um, I went to a club called Little Sister. It's a new place by the Tao Group. Okay. And I was at, uh, at a table with some friends and... You know, it was maybe two in the morning, so the ball dropped. Everybody's already banged up, and I was actually just drunk at this point. Um, and this girl comes up to me, and she'd seen me on the show. I've never met her, but we had met before at another bar like six months ago. And this happens to me a lot, where you, I can't even remember what I had for lunch last week. It happens, but people like I, take but it, people take it really seriously. They I've really had do. several, I at least twenty to thirty people in the last year. What you don't remember me? We met at Southampton Social Club. I'm like. Yeah, like three summers ago, and I was, you know, we were all three seats to the wind. Long story short, this girl is like, I, "Let's go, I want to fuck you," and what? I'm like, "Whoa!" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I just wasn't ready for." I'm like, I need to get to know her more. Yeah, and like she was like so forward, and that's I've had that. Conf- like <laughs> it sounds like cocky. I just, that's why I go to therapy because it's like the shit I deal with. Just being on a show, being a single guy, living in New York. I get a lot of female attention and it's overwhelming. Like it's, a, well, I can't also women it. are feel a little entitled when they're like, if I say that we should fuck, then we should fuck. Yeah. And it was like, no, it takes two to tango. Yeah. I'm like, and I think even more, if you turn that around, like if a guy said that to a girl, if I said that to a girl, I just met, she'd slap you. I would probably, they would be in the news. Yeah. Like it would be really bad for sure. And I've never really, like other than if a girl I'm dating, like I want to fuck you tonight. That's different. I don't think but I've like, ever said that. But like out of anyone. the gates, like within two minutes of conversation, like let's get out. I want to fuck you. Like you want to fuck? Fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I need to get to know you more. And then she slid in my DMs and I actually didn't uh, didn't respond. You didn't respond? Nope. 
I asked some. I asked someone so uh, what their motivation was um, when they were talking to me one time at the bar. What's what's your motivation? Well, you, because you I like was a... like I used to travel for work, and I it was like a suit, and uh, so I was just sitting at the bar. It was like a long week. I was I looked like an old businessman. I had a martini, and I was and this guy sits up next to me, and he starts chatting with me, and I just looked at him like can you please go away? I was like, I'm here by myself. I obviously... See, see people don't have a self-awareness. They don't. And that's what's like, shocking. I have... My awareness is probably too much. But like, I would never be in that situation. Like, as a guy, like, if I saw a chick that I thought was, like, super cute or just had, like, a feel for her and, like, didn't know that she wasn't... I Like, I know immediately when she's not feeling it. <laughs> I looked at so him what did so you do? Hard. What did you do? Just get away from me? No, I was just like, I go, get to your point is this is your end game fucking and he was like yes and i go okay you should go (laughs) that's amazing i am tired right now and i want you to leave me alone yeah it was great now but on the other end too like with this this girl at the club and she's listening she might be she might be she was cool like i i just was more i need like i need more information (laughs) (laughs) i need a lot more information and i need to know you know is she just trying to fuck me to tell a story? Because mm-hmm. there is, there are those girls that, I mean, people, I, my friends used to call them Jersey chasers. Like, you know, which athlete could you sleep with? Or oh, I was which, like, like New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to New Jersey. Yeah, like you know, any kind of athlete or, there, and I think there's like, there's a lot of girls in the music industry. You're like, oh, I slept with this rapper or that rocker. Yeah, there's like kind of that culture. I think there is that in reality TV. Oh, oh yeah. There are girls that I, I mean, I don't want to name the guys names but I, I mean not outside of bravo even you know mtv the vh1's shows of the world they definitely there's there's girls that like try to track these dudes down and fuck them i used to one of my girlfriends was dating a an oakland raider and he flew out, both of us up because he didn't want her to be alone for like the weekend from san diego that's a great move it was yeah I actually, I've, <laughs> I've flown two girls out. To really? I, season one of Summer House, I flew two girls. One of them is my good friend. And then she brought another friend for me, which worked out great, except for the girl who came. She was on the show with us. She got all freaked out about the cameras. Like, we had made out on camera. and That's... A- anyway, it was... Uh, but I like the two, the two girl fly out. <laughs> nice. So carry on. What were you saying? So we show up, he, he brings us, he puts me in a different room, which was so nice. I had a great time. And then I was just hanging out with everybody, like a regular person. And uh, all these women were flocking around and like these huge linebackers. We ended up going to some uh, gay restaurant bar because uh, we mm-hmm. went to the first birthday party and somebody brought a gun. So it was like dismantled. <laughs> it was crazy. Jesus. It was insane. So we go to How the long ago is this? I've, five six years wow ago. guns in the nfl still yeah it was well it's awesome yeah or someone someone in his crew probably had a gun or security somebody had a gun yeah. and so they had to like lock down <laughs> like uh, he's got a gun so we ended up going to this other bar and all these women were like following and i was just i like to sit back and watch and all the the guys were like talking to me like can you pretend you're my girlfriend in this place and i was like no <laughs> A, I think it's hilarious that you're offended that men are hitting on you, and B, uh, I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here. I'm not here for a long time, but a good time. But I was like, plus I want to watch. I went on a date with a pussycat doll, actually. You did? Yes. Which one? Ashley. I don't know who that is. Um, I'm not very good with names. <laughs> I forget her last name off the top of my head. She, NBC has a thing called First First Look. Okay. And right now, Johnny Bananas hosts it. But in the, when I was on it, it was this Ashley from the Pussycat Dolls. Okay. Basically, they take, you go on a date, but mm-hmm. you do like something active during it. So this particular thing, we went to a pasta making class. Okay. And they filmed Cute. it. And it's supposed to be like a plug for like something fun to do in New Wait, York. Wait, Ashley was hosting it? She hosted the first look, but I, she goes on a date on each episode. Oh, you're the host and the dater? Yes. <laughs> so like it's. It was light. It's silly. It was uh-huh. more like just kind of goofy, but we had a good vibe. Like it went well, and I was gonna hang out with her after we exchanged numbers, and like I for some reason just didn't text her. What's wrong? You have major commitment issues. Yeah. Okay. Like she, I mean, she's like she's hot, but like I think the novelty of what. Oh, she's a pussycat doll. She was famous. Like she still like does a lot of cool stuff. But I was it, that was why I liked her, not like. I think you need some like a calm energy in your life. I picture you with like a, t- a like someone very tiny 
Tiny. <laughs> See, I, I'm a bigger. I'm a big guy. You are a big guy. I it like is... taller. I like taller, skinnier. Taller, skinny. But I don't mind a little. A little cushion. <laughs> a little like, no, like I like athletic girls or girls with a little bit bigger butts. Like you've never I'm, made out with Hannah. Never made out with Hannah. I'm getting her butt. I'm training her right now. Oh. She's she got, you trying to get her butt right? <laughs> yeah. Get her butt for the summer? Every time I'm, I'm like so, I'm like, look at this ass. It's looking so good. Well, she's got, yeah, she's got a good body. Yeah, she's got a great Just body. Just because of her, um, I mean, obviously her athletic prowess has helped her. Well, she had like a little hoagie um, face. Hoagie? <laughs> she was eating a lot of hoagies. She loves hoagies. She loves hoagies. I, I actually haven't had it, heard anybody call it hoagie in a while. I, I call it hoagie. <laughs> Hoagie's a Pittsburgh thing. Is it? But like subs or heroes is New York, I feel like. Uh, subs, well, I don't eat sandwiches, but they, I, I think hoagies are, it's also a Michigan thing. It, yeah. Pittsburgh and Michigan have I think it's like any gray state, like anywhere it's gray all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have a hoagie for lunch. <laughs> it just sounds, it sounds like a, you're a hoe. <laughs> Hoes eat hoagies. Yeah. So she had a real hoagie face. Go eat a hoagie, ho. <laughs> Sorry. That's a little tangent. <laughs> Only after, only afterwards. That's funny. I was on a, a dating show, that, a pilot, where I actually really liked it. You um, you got naked and you dated naked. It was like just the pilot pitch and I was the main person, but uh, it got really comfortable really fast. Like you undressed each other and then you played games in bed and then you like did activities. and after, All butt naked. Yeah. And I was like, this is so this is fine. Like I feel really comfortable with everyone. Yeah, I mean, we, we I've skinny dipped at the summer house. All of us every season, it's tradition. We all get butt naked and run on camera and jump in the pool. It's so comfortable. But it was this... fun and it's exciting. But then, like after, I'm like, how do you get out of the pool? Well, like for guys, I think, <laughs> I think for guys, it's you want to look like you're endowed, even if you have a, I don't know, a smaller dick. Even if you're a decent sized dick, if it's not like hard, it's gonna look smaller. Yeah, but we know that. Also, I know. We're so, not but really the, looking but, at it. But it's guys are like good. embarrassed. Like they want to like be like the right size for when you're naked. <laughs> Does that? And if you have a boner, you're like it's even weirder. <laughs> you want that right in between boner and not like shriveled. Were <laughs> you and your long term relationship during filming, or was it before filming, or like when? Bef- before filming, um, I had. So it, it's been a while since you have it along. Been a long. I, I mean, Jared was talking about 2009. I think it's been since. I broke up in 2010 or 11. It's 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years. And again, like this is, I, I that was my first love. That was your first it love? It was my first love. And we had dated very seriously. Like I wanted to move in with her, but she wouldn't because of her parents are very Catholic. Okay. Which is fine. Um, but things were, it, it just accelerated really quickly. Like we were going to get married so we could move in together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And again, you could, she couldn't move in until she got married, so it kind of put a lot of pressure on that That's whole. Super fu- Catholic. Very Catholic. Um, and yeah, like it just, I just it, the little voice in my heart just said it wasn't right. Really. She was, you know, it just there was a lot of differences, and I was still young. I was like 20, 24, 25. I was on my second marriage by then. Yeah, and I, you know, coming from, I wanted to, I wanted to be forever if I'm going to get married, and just there was still some things that I didn't feel right about. I can't put it like, on one thing, but it's like. So how did you meet her? Uh, I met her at when I originally met her. She had a boyfriend, and I was like obsessed with her. But she had a boyfriend. I was like always like pissed about the boyfriend. Okay. Then we later met each other randomly mm-hmm. when she was single, and I like went. I she didn't remember me, but I went up to, right up to her. I was like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> Played dumb a little bit. Okay. And like from there, it just spawned a very like we very quickly were like in love. It was like fast. And then what? What was the breakdown? Um, I just, I think I became more of like, was coming more out of my shell of who I was as a person. I was, I was not like shy, but I was just more like serious. Like now I'm like a little more loose and like fun and. I feel like sometimes you're very serious and sometimes you're very fun, but there's, I don't know if there's. I'm all, I'm all over the place, truthfully. But I think for (laughs) me, it's like, I never really had like that three or four years of just being a, a, a dude and like going out in LA and like dating people having sex just being what doing whatever i wanted i never had that even when you were near manhattan beach place this is the manhattan beach place oh okay up until like so i was in manhattan beach we dated but i would sleep at her place for like the first six months because i was always over there. and then we broke up and i still lived in this house <laughs> so like i then was opened up to this whole world of like 
you know, 24-year-old USC grads and dudes living on the beach in, in L.A. Having a great time. And they're all, like, good-looking dudes, white guys and former athletes, and we're all just doing whatever we wanted. I mean, you meet a lot of girls, and you have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I got, like, I got, I experienced a lot of that. I was like, that was more exciting to me than getting locked up into a relationship. Did you have I a Jeep? I did not have a Jeep. I had a, I had a Tahoe. You had a Tahoe? I had a Tahoe. Did you cut off the top? No. <laughs> um, I, I miss my Tahoe. I had a Tahoe hybrid. I was, I was that LA. Wow. Wow. I got great gas mileage. <laughs> um, yeah, the Tahoe was, it was the ride. And then one of my other roommates had like a, he actually had the Range Rover, the guy that didn't pay his rent. Oh yeah, the one that, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of the cars were like BMWs and everybody had like a, like Range Rovers were the cool thing. Still are. But like beach Jeep, I get it. Or like a beach Bronco. Yeah. Badass. Or I'm like actually, an old school Land Cruiser? Yes. Cute. Or, the, or a, de- a Defender. Oh, yes. Those are cool. Hot in that thing. I drove a Bronco on season one of Summer House. You that, did? A 1975 Bronco. Blue? I, yep. Ford Blue? Yep. Cute. It's all over the internet. You can, you can YouTube <laughs> it. I'm, I'm, I, it's a stick shift. Oh, my God. You can drive a stick shift? Absolutely. I can change the tire. I can drive a stick. I went out with a dude that did not know how to drive a stick, and he bought a brand new Porsche, and I was like, just pull over and then uh i was like he probably burned the shit out of the clutch brand new i was like oh my god and those nice cars too like it's harder to drive a jeep stick than because it doesn't catch as well yeah like you really gotta yeah you gotta know how i i was so good at driving stick that i could i could text and drive while driving with your knee yeah i drove with my knee i uh i moved here with a stick shift jeep and then I was like, I love. Oh, I can't. You, you you feel the like you feel the drive more. Yes, but in New York, when you're like, all right, here we yeah, go. It's <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I miss yeah, I miss the stick, but. Okay, so why'd you guys break up? I mean, th- there's really not one thing. I mean, I I would on the sh- on the show Summer House that season one I talk about it. My thing was this, and I'm just buttoning it up into a way that makes sense for the listeners. Is okay. I want. I want a relationship where you take everything away from it, whether it's money, success, big house, big family, whatever it is, take all of it away. All you have is each other left. I want like, that's still like, we still have everything. And like this particular person, I, I got shit for it, but I don't think she could ever live in a cardboard box with me. I know it's cheesy, but I want someone that I ultimately, like if all shit goes to hell, mm-hmm. we lose all of our money, we get sick, someone dies, whatever. Like I want to know that like, we could be okay you want that big passionate lustful love i want that yeah like screw all the other fancy shit you know the money the cars houses trips vacations i said that to my ex-boyfriend i was like i want that big love and he thought that i meant like stuff and i was like no No. i didn't mean that at all (laughs) happily never after (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah, I, it, it's it, looking back. I mean, okay, this person is now married with three kids. She's happy as fuck. Great. So that's the other part that I feel a lot better about too, because it's like you feel like validated that she seems really happy and, and good. And oddly enough, if I had gotten married to her, a lot of the shit that I'm doing right now probably never would have happened. No. So it's a blessing. You'd be having. It happened kids. for me. That's that Tony Robbins in me, though. <laughs> I went to the, I went to this Tony Robbins uh, date with Destiny, and there's a lot of relationship stuff, but a lot of it like just. It was really long. Six days. Six days. When I went, did oh no, I went unleash the power within. Unleash the power. That's three days. That's three days, and then I did the rest of them on Fiji. Yeah. Yeah. The date with Destiny is a six day Mm -hmm. ordeal. Technically seven if you really get, you got to stay the whole. You got to get there early. Yeah. But um, yeah, everything everything in your life happens for you. So like that relationship I was in was good for me in the end because it taught me a lot about, you know, like getting that close to being committed with someone and like. Mm dealing with a family with a very big religion component they had very are you catholic i was raised lutheran okay which is all the all, all the redemption half the guilt yeah i was like sort of similar. it's like catholic light yeah <laughs> um, and I, I worked at the church my basically my youth I, from maybe eight or nine years old i carried the cross lit the candles i, I worked at the church for like seven or eight years wow i like served i served god and my mom would take me to McDonald's after every Sunday service that I worked just to reward me because I was I love McDonald's breakfast. So I basically worked <laughs> the church, um, and came up in that you know kind of religious environment. Mm-hmm. And I now I'm very not against religion. It's just not for me personally. I mean I believe in a higher power and an energy, but I'm not. I think religion's done. I well. think some of the traditions are fun. I enjoy some of the traditions. Cute. I appreciate it. Yeah. But for me, I've. 
just not for me because I've experienced some other things familially that I just don't understand how that can go on. Like the, the church is so high and mighty, but like I have family members that worked at a church and did really fucked up things. Yeah, that's where, and then they're not like, like oh, not like raping boys, but like affairs and shit like that. It's, it's like you are standing up on this pulpit and preaching and you're doing really fucked up shit. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, like I've learned a lot through that um, experience with the, you know, this girl I've dated mm-hmm. fairly the longest relationship but i've had other relationships even in the last two years that i just like within three or four months of it i just i'm like it doesn't four months is pretty good but you just know like i just feel like i but there's always like that the girl really likes me or we have a good there's a good vibe with sex Mm -hmm. but the future of it i'm just like can you deal with me being on a tv show a lot of them struggle with that yeah but when you go to therapy i feel like some of a little bit might be you you know like for a, sure yeah a like, lot of it's me okay <laughs> no i'm i'm totally fucked up yeah i'm you know just from the family stuff i've dealt with divorce and just my own personal i've always struggled because i was a late bloomer mm-hmm. i was like the chubby kid you were chubby yeah it just wasn't like i people are very complimentary to how i look and it's mm-hmm. it's amazing and flattering but i've never felt like i'm this i don't know like tall handsome man that people call me so i'm in i'm very insecure incredibly so i, I do almost you ever self- look back at your pictures and you're like oh i wasn't that chubby or do you look back at pictures oh and i like, look oh, back I and chub- i was like yeah i was chubby as fuck <laughs> <laughs> or like i was just immature like i didn't hit puberty tolls in like basically 18 or 19 me either i didn't get my period till i was 19 so i was very late um and just coming into my own as a man and i think i needed that extra time if i got married when i was 24 or 25 like it just I wouldn't I wasn't the same person as I am now and like I'm much more me than I was then yeah because back then I was a people pleaser like more so than I am now but I did whatever it took to get this girl and it wasn't really me you know what I mean oh like I was over the top because I was so in love with her but my behavior and my ways of getting her and trying to like make her happy weren't authentic to who I was right if that makes sense so now you want someone that you can be authentically you. and that's what I've struggled is really being 100% myself in front of different mm-hmm. people I've dated because a the tv show has a way of making me look as like this single playboy guy which again i i have been but i'm not as bad as maybe the show paints me as you know this total womanizing asshole drunk i'm a pretty pretty normal guy as it comes to relationships it just i've been very afraid to like peel back the layers of like who carl is like i'm a really sensitive person i'm really Mm -hmm. i'm really insecure uh i'm a big time people pleaser yeah i suffer definitely from depression i mean i've i have a drinking issue (laughs) You know, there's a lot of other things I was afraid to unpack just because I thought people wouldn't like me. Mm-hmm. But I've learned more and more just to be honest and own it. And you're going to find someone who can kind of understand that and help you. I always feel like I'm going to be a big bummer if I'm like, I'm just depressed right now. So I just don't share it. Like, I'll just, I'm like, okay, I'll just go home, live in a hole for a couple of days, and then come out and be like, okay, fun person's back uh, uh, out. <laughs> and I, I still go in my hole. I, I think the hole is important, at least for me. Um, because there's so much going on on the phone. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I wake up every day, no joke, to at least over 40 text messages a That's day. That's crazy. Whether from the night before or Mara texts me at 6 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, there's just a lot of things going on in my life. And that's it, it's awesome. I don't want it any other way. But there's just so much distraction getting away, like being in a hole and like going into my depression. Not, I'm not depressed, depressed, but I just like being by myself sometimes. Yeah, yesterday I thought I was going to go home and like, I was like, okay, you can take a nap, you can do some things. And then I don't think I stopped moving and then all of a sudden I was like I have to get out of my pajama pants and go back to work I'm like what (laughs) all I did was work what the hell sometimes it's it's hard here I think in New York do you live in the city city? I live in I'm in Soho yeah I've been in the the same neighborhood for six years because that energy that like it permeates the buildings and you can't can't stay in no you can't stay in you can't even when you're in you're like I can't chill because it's you can feel the whole vibe of the city you hear the horns you hear the sirens your phone vibrates. Yeah. You get on Instagram, you see people out, you see people doing stuff. I'm getting better, and this is my 2020 goal is, you know, m- more me time. Um, like tonight, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to yoga. Shout out to Y7. <laughs> um, do some hot yoga. I'm going to come home. I'm going to honestly roll a joint, order some seamless, and I'm going to turn off my phone and chill the fuck out. I and watch a movie, watch a documentary. I think the weed helps, like, for you chill to sit you out, down. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a big believer in marijuana, so I'm an investor at a marijuana company. Oh, nice. Um, I didn't discover marijuana until late, late in my life, probably when I was 24, 25. My friend wants me to do this ayahuasca cleanse, and part of it is like wiping CBD oil on your vag. I was like, that sounds terrible. I don't know. 
We'll talk about we'll that. Make your vagina t- tighter for the guy. I was like, I have an innie. I don't know if I want to go in with it. You know, <laughs> CBD dildos. <laughs> maybe you have like an Audi vagina. Maybe that's fine, but I don't know. I've seen some weird vaginas. <laughs> I got in so much trouble I, about talking when I talking about an Audi vagina once on here. I'm so sorry, Lily. <laughs> sorry, Lily. <laughs> You didn't see our hand motions there, but I was trying to make an Audi vagina face. I mean, I, vaginas are just weird looking in general, I think. I like I like eating pussy. You do? I do, a lot. But What about the different flavors? Do you care about that? No. What if they're a couple days out from like not being on their period, like on their fifth day of their period? Will you still go down there? Yeah. You don't care about run, running red lights? I mean, not running red lights. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's good. I... I think it's actually kind of pretty and natural. It's it's a human thing. That's so nice. I th- I find it kind of sexy. I just want women to hear this because all like how you were talking about the pool situation, women are like, oh my god, I don't know if I'm done bleeding. I don't know if I was, uh, what what position am I in? Do I have an, a hair sticking out? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I find it kind of endearing, like and, and cute, because I think women are beautiful in all different ways. But the fact that that's like part of their their reproductive system. And actually, bl- blood's a good sign. It means they're not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she's a breeder, or but she's it, not breeding. <laughs> or she's having some other issue I don't know about. But blood period is usually a good thing. Like when a, when like you know, know. girls I've dated and I've you know she's on the pill or whatever, and we're having sex and I'm coming inside of her, which I have done with exes in the past. Yep. That period comes and I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> thank you, birth control. George just came inside me for the first time. It's the best feeling in the world. I know. It was like it. I was like, after we break up? It's well, weird. that's how it all starts. That's how we get here. That's why it's such a beautiful moment. Your, your life starts from that feeling. No, so it's fine. Yeah. You can't have children? No, no, no. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, my God. It's Are you going to adopt? I am, actually. I'm, I just put, uh, uh, fingers crossed, I put it out for in on a house yesterday. Congrats. And then uh, after that, then I'll adopt. You do so many different things. <laughs> You're like me. You're all over the place. I know, but I try to keep quiet about because I feel like if you talk about it too much in public, even though I just put this on the show. Uh, it won't come true. Right. No, but you manifest. I am going to manifest. Yeah, this it, is... I think by putting it out in like, you know, the ecosystem, it helps. Yes. I think. Personally. Um, yes. So uh, we. I think we need to wrap it up so you can get to yoga. Yeah, I got to sweat this. I got a little bit of a cold. Oh, I'm but, sorry. No, it's not your fault. I got it from Mary Beth. <laughs> no, we've, never, we've never made out, but I want to. <laughs> I know she wants to too. I know. MBB. I can see it in her eyes. I know you guys were so coy with each other the other day. I was uh, like, she, oh, look at this young love. Yeah, she's super cool. She's funny as hell. But <laughs> shout out to Mary Beth Brown. Shout out to Mary Beth. Um, yeah, she's she's a beautiful girl. <laughs> she is. But Mara, thank you for having me on. Thank you so much. Okay, so. Uh, How do people find me? Yes. So, if you live under a fucking rock <laughs> and never seen Bravo or a commercial on Bravo, then you're dumb. <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. Uh, my name is Carl Radke, and I can be found at Carl Radke on all social media outlets, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And I also have a podcast that Mara is producing. It's awesome. Called Carl Hates His Roommates. Yes, and we're having a launch party. We're having a launch party January 24th at yes. the Gold Bar here in New York City. Actually in Soho, not far from my apartment. It's so nice. Uh, we're going to have our guests. Some of the guests on my you know first few episodes are going to be there performing. Mm-hmm. Some, some light stand-up. Yep. Um, we have some good music and drinks. Some giveaways. Some, some giveaways. Stuff. Some all sorts of stuff. So stay tuned for that information. Um We'll probably be putting out some ticketing info here soon. Very soon. Uh, it's also my birthday on January 27th, so maybe we'll a little, celebrate. Maybe a little bit of a birthday celebration. <laughs> so thank you, Mara, for having me on. Thank you so much uh, for coming. Tune into Summer House February 5th, 9 o'clock. It'll be awesome. Season Thanks four. so much. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs>